welcome to the Ha 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 Alia podcast. I'm your host, Alia Sauli. Whether you're a boss babe in the corporate world, a busy mama, or a hustling entrepreneur, this show is made for you. I want these episodes to motivate you, inspire you, fuel you, and light you up. That way, you too can make your dreams a reality. Are you ready? Let's go. Yes, I'd like a cheeseburger, please. Large fries and a cosmopolitan. One of the hardest things in life is to be brave enough to be yourself. If you want something done, honey, do it yourself. Hello, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about stinking thinking. I never heard this term, and I was stoked when I heard this term. I had a massage recently, and normally in my massage, I want like like pure silence except for the rain or rainforest or beach wave music in the background. But I was talking to my massage therapist. It was uh, the first time I had had her before. And we had just like struck up this like awesome conversation, amazing person. We were talking about limiting beliefs and she called it stinking thinking. I was like, I've never heard that before. I'm sure that's a catchphrase, but I love it. So that's what this episode's about. It's actually talking about our limiting beliefs. And your limiting beliefs is defined as things you believe about yourself that ultimately place limitations on your abilities. They're subconscious thoughts creeping in and telling you something that's not true. So let's go back to, I think I've mentioned this before. If I haven't, then here you go. It's about 50 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And 80% of those are negative. 95% of those are normally repetitive. So what are you telling yourself? Are you being hard on yourself and not giving yourself grace? I mean, last year was really heavy and people are just like, I'm just so sad and I don't know why because I have a roof over my head and I don't know why I'm like, the world is heavy right now. There's a lot of heaviness going on on the news and with politics. And I mean, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but at the end of the day, when was the last time you gave yourself some grace, right? And so I think people think that affirmations is just telling yourself you're really smart and telling yourself you're really cute in the mirror, right? And although that's cute and and maybe helpful if you have some self-esteem issues, I want us to break the cycle on how, what an affirmation actually is and how do you rewrite your own? However, I will say this. My niece is really adorable. And she'll I'll say, you are so cute. I was like, can you tell me? And she's like, I'm cute. I say, can you say I'm smart? And she's like, I'm smart. Can you say I'm fun? I'm fun. So it's like, you know, when you're a little girl, like you don't know. We just want to make sure that they're not just beautiful, that they're smart and fun and kind and yeah, all the things. So anyway. She's freaking adorable and it is so cute when she does it with me. But I want to kind of talk about the most common limiting beliefs people have. Maybe they don't like the way they look and they constantly think they need to be on a diet when really they're actually in pretty good shape. Fear of success, fear of failure, fear of we're not good enough to achieve the certain you know goals that we might have or things that we want to accomplish fear of not being lovable or being loved at all, fear of rejection. That's a big one. Fear of rejection from people, relationships, 
Um, that's hard if you're in a you know a business where you need to connect uh, and build relationships with people. Having negative attributes aligned with money, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Fear of greatness, fear that we don't deserve or feel like we're worthy of the things we desire or success. And anything that will truly kind of hold yourself back from kind of jumping in. And it's just catching those thoughts. I think I mentioned in the last episode that my mom, when I was a kid, if I said something mean to myself, she would make me say two nice things. Like she would make me rewrite that. And so the concept is really funny that she used to do that for me as a kid because the concept of affirmations is to write out those negative beliefs that you tell yourself. And most of the time, you don't even know that that's what's happening in your brain. You don't even know that those are the things you're telling yourself. And so when I wrote mine out, I was like kind of in tears. I was like, that is what I'm telling myself throughout the day? That's some dark, sad shit. Like, that is not okay. I wouldn't even say that to somebody I didn't like. So what are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself that you can't do because your personality is a certain way? What are you telling yourself that you cannot accomplish? What are the fears that are holding you back and making you not go for a goal or the vacation because, you know, you you don't think you can afford it? Or it could literally be, it could be big, huge things and it could be really, really small things. But the more negative you tell yourself in your mind and you're not catching it and rewriting those, you're not speaking life over yourself. And when the world is heavy and you have a crazy busy schedule and everybody needs something from you and you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling burnout, like you have to be kind to yourself. That's a day for another episode, you know, a morning routine, but giving yourself that time in the evening, uh, if you're a mama, you know, when your kiddos are in bed giving yourself time where you're not doing laundry or doing the dishes or cleaning up after everybody and, you know, running around. Or maybe it's, I love, I didn't used to like mornings, but I love mornings now. I love that 30 minutes in the morning where I'm not checking my emails. I'm not looking at my Instagram and I'm just um, opening my daily Devo, taking my green shot, reading something, you know, and, and I can go over this in another episode, but it's, I'm pouring into myself before I have the ability to pour into others. I'll use an example for myself. I've been working out a lot lately and you know I definitely wanna tone up and lose some LBs, but I know it's more important for myself to love myself just as I am. So yes, I wanna be the healthiest version of myself. Of course, I wanna look great, but I also wanna love myself exactly as I am now. And that was a powerful shift in me wanting to lose some weight and, you know, fit into some older jeans that I haven't fit into in a really long time. Or it was bigger than that because I knew if I got to a goal weight, which I know I can do that, right? It'll take me some time, but I wanted to do it in the healthiest way, the slowest way. So it wasn't this like crash fad diet where I'm going to gain double back. I wanted to just be the healthiest version of myself. So, I knew that if I got to that goal weight, if I wasn't speaking life over myself, I would still not be kind to myself when I got there. So I wrote, there's a book by Marianne Williamson, A Course in Weight Loss, where she actually has you write yourself a letter to your skinny self and a fat self. And so I did. And it was like 
Oh, what people don't realize is when they pack on the LBs, it normally is there's an emotional connection in there, right? So I'm writing this letter. I was like, okay, I have grown mentally and spiritually and financially and I've grown in my relationships with people. I've grown so much in the last three years and pouring life over myself, speaking life over myself, diving into reading, plugging into masterminds, doing you know personal development conferences. I am so much healthier in my headspace. Now my body needs to follow, right? And I literally, this is so corny. I can't believe I'm actually recording this. I literally look at the parts where I used to be mean, my tummy or my thighs, right? Girl got some thighs. And I used to be like, ah, I hate my thighs. And now I'm like, I love my thighs. I love my thighs. I love my thick thighs. And my belly, right? If I'm being self-conscious about that, I, I love my, I love my tummy. It has served me well, but it's time for you to go, girlfriend, right? So I'm still eating clean and I'm still working out, but I have reframed the story I told myself for years and years and years that I wasn't a certain size. So I wasn't, you know, whatever, whatever limiting belief it was. So I rewrote it. I love myself just as I am. I love that my body moves in dance class. I love waking up early in the morning and having health top of mind. I love my body just as I am, but I can't wait to be the healthiest version of myself. That's a lot kinder than girlfriend, you need to lose some thick thighs, right? So and I actually like love my body now. It's so funny. I look in the mirror. I'm like, dang, girl, you look good. So I just feel like, you know, diet and intuitive eating and being healthy and a holistic approach to health. That's a those are a ton of different episodes. But I really wanted to talk about how do you rewrite those limiting beliefs and create them into your affirmations? So the first step is you're going to write out your negative beliefs, write out that negative belief, verbalize it accept it as a fear that you have. And then I want you to figure out where that came from. So this is going to be a little bit of practice. Like you're going to write out these limiting beliefs. It, it might be just a couple, it might be a handful. If you have none, then you might be a little bit narcissistic. We need to work on that. <laughs> and then if you have paid like pages, like I did, man, it was kind of like a, a gut punch. Like, that's what I'm telling myself? What the F? So going back to my highlight reel of all the things that I've accomplished that I didn't think I could, and I was gritty, and I was consistent, and I was hardworking, and I had fun along the way. And I have to remind myself of those moments when I did it, right? So you're going to write out all of those negative beliefs and all those negative stories you tell yourself. If it could be that you're really shy. So you don't think you can take that job or launch that business or write that book or, you know, open that coffee shop or start that network marketing business because you love their products, but because you don't have the personality. That's not real. Anybody's personality can do anything. It could be that you don't feel like you are smart enough to start, you know, applying for certain colleges or going back to school. Maybe you're telling yourself that you don't have the time to put time into a podcast that could potentially help others. <laughs> There's one. Um, so I always say I have all the time and, and resources to ensure uh, my goals for helping others. So, you know, I, there's a ton of them. I'm not going to go through all of mine, but 
I want you to write down your limiting beliefs, determine where they started from. So mine personally, I've always had tummy issues and I've really worked on my health from a gut perspective. Uh, When your gut is happy, then your serotonin levels are happy, which means your brain is happy. So it's almost like when your gut is happy, your skin is glowing, uh, you're feeling more confident, you don't have brain fog. So there's a lot of things that happen within the gut. But because of grief and trauma in my you know, past, I never really had a weight, weight issue until my early 20s. And I just started packing on the pounds. Well, when you hold pain and suffering inside, your body is going to reject it in other ways. So in addition to gaining weight, my tummy issues were at, at its like all time high. And so now I tell myself that I love my body just as I am. I tell myself I'm the healthiest version of myself and my tummy is happy. I know this is so woo-woo and funny, but it works. And I'm giving you dorky examples. I tell myself that I love being in a bikini. Like I don't, but one day I will. So I'm going to keep working at that. I'm going to keep telling myself that I love being in a bikini. It doesn't have to be. I'm using really artificial examples. What you're going to notice is they're actually kind of deep. The things you tell yourself, the stories you tell yourself, when you start uncovering them like an onion, you start realizing where that belief came from. And it's like, oh shit, I need to rewrite that as a positive. I need to rewrite that, that I'm speaking life over myself. If your little sister or your best friend or your mom came over and said something negative about themselves, my friends always laugh at me because when I hear somebody say something negative about themselves in front of me, I always say, don't talk about my friend like that. And they're like, who? I said, yourself. You're talking to yourself like that. Don't do that. But I want you to rewrite those as if you were telling your best friend that they're beautiful and smart and creative and fun and they have an abundance of money coming their way that they have all the resources and time so they can, you know, work towards their dreams, uh, that they love being in a bikini, that they love themselves just as they are. I literally sometimes tell myself that I have a nice ass. Sorry if that makes anybody uncomfortable, but (laughs) I like, I want to speak life over myself. And then, so once you have written them out, take, take time to think about this. It might actually take you like, 24 hours. You might like one might pop in your head and you'll come back and write it down. And like, then I want you to think like, where did that come from? Where did that start? Was it something that somebody said to you on the playground? Was it your parents? You know, if you have a you know issue with money and you feel like you have to work, 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 work crazy hours just to make any type of income, maybe that's something, you know, generational, let you watch your parents Maybe they looked at all of, you know, um, maybe they looked at their bank account and they were struggling. They said, oh, we can't afford that. I'm sorry, we're not going to get that kind of cereal. We're going to get this cereal instead. That's instilled in you as a child. I know that's something so silly and small, but in the long game, if you're watching someone else struggle with money and that's ingrained in you, if you've never adjusted that, that could be a struggle for you too. And so it could be in the form of the way you look. Uh, It can be in the form of your personality. It could be in the form of things you tell yourself so you never take the leap. It could be a money mindset. It could be so many different things. So I want you to really take time in writing these out and then determine where that came from. And that's the catch is when did that happen? When was it a bratty kid on the playground that made fun of my teeth? Like, 
which did happen until I had braces, by the way. But, and then you rewrite them. And then what I want you to do is look for evidence for those people that have gone before you and have accomplished those things that you want to accomplish. If you are going for a big goal at work or a promotion, or you want to join a fitness workout competition, you have to look at and surround yourself with those people and look at those mentors that have gone before you because we shouldn't be looking at other people in this like envious way, like, why did you get that? And I didn't. What we should be saying is that person just showed me that it's possible. And that's why I hate comparison. I love social media. There's so many great things about being able to connect with my family that's overseas and, you know, my business online and connect with friends that are all over the United States. And there's so many amazing things, but there is there is one comparison sucker that's really gross. And comparison is the thief of all joy. I'm going to say that again. Comparison is the thief of all joy. So quit comparing and utilize those people that if you're desiring that person who works from their phone and travels with their family and really doesn't have to worry about money because she's created this life for herself, she just showed you the way that you can too. There's nothing different between you and her. Nothing. If you have a desire to quit your nine to five and open that coffee shop or, or start writing that book in honor of a family member that has passed on, whatever is on your heart, if you're watching somebody and it stings a little that they went ahead before you, it's actually, you need to be thanking, you need to be mentally thanking them and mentally saying, thank you for showing me that it's possible. I refuse to compare. So there's, there's times when you might hear someone have a very similar like podcast episode or, and this is the only thing I can think of right now. So let's say I have Sally Brown and Charlie Brown, and they both have different podcasts and Sally Brown uh, talks about comparison and Charlie Brown talks about comparison, their stories, their examples, the way they deliver it. It's going to hit home. It's going to be the same topic, but it essentially is a different perspective because they're different people with different goals and different, I'm sure you get where I'm going with this. So you're looking for evidence that other people have gone before you and you're kicking comparison to the curb because it's not going to serve you. They're at a different chapter than you. If I look at someone, here's an example. I promoted to a specific level in my business where now with um, my side hustle, which is not just a side hustle, it's kind of awesome. I promoted to a certain level in my business where now my business is willable up to four generations. And what's really cool about that is it only took me nine months to get there. Well, when I promoted, the girl that stood up with me so that we can celebrate our promotions did it in two months. She also has been doing something similar and working on her branding for 10 years. Why would I compare myself like, how did she do it in two months and it took me nine. That's garbage. She's on her chapter eight. I'm on my chapter two. We're on different journeys, different paths, different lifestyles. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to accomplish the same thing. It's just going to be a different timeline because we're different people and we've gone through different things and we're, you know, doing different things. And so you literally have to let that comparison go and be so grateful for other people and be excited for other people. 
if somebody launched a podcast before me, I am stoked for that person because they showed me what's possible. I'm so thankful and honored that they did it ahead of time and showed me the ropes, right? So it's just a total um, a mindset shift. And the last thing is reciting your affirmations. And I'm not just telling yourself, like, I am beautiful in the mirror. Like, I want you to feel it. I want you to visualize it. If you plan on, if you have a big goal and you want to, I don't know, win a trip somewhere with your company, that's what's happening right now. They're going to launch the trip and we have the ability to earn it at every level. And I want to earn that trip and take my mama with me. So I'm going to visualize it. What am I going to be wearing? What kind of drinks am I going to get? At, you know, the little umbrella drinks. What, who's going to be with me? What sounds do I hear? What does it feel like to be there? Right? I have also a goal that I'm at our global conference and I'm speaking on stage. And I have a mental note of when that time will come. And I want to feel it and visualize it. And what, what am I going to talk about? How does it feel for like 20,000 people to be looking at me and me speaking to them and speaking life over them so they can believe in themselves? Like, so I want you not to just say out loud, like, I love being in a bikini. I really want to think about the bikini that I'm going to be buying when I get hit my goal weight, right? And so again, you know, write down those negative beliefs. It might take you some time. Really think about where they came from, rewrite them as positives, and then look for evidence of others who have accomplished that goal and follow them and, and thank them. Like you don't have to actually like send them a thank you card. I mean, you can, that'd be really nice, but like mentally thank them. Like, thanks girl, I appreciate that. And then, and then recite your affirmations every morning. Put it where you brush your teeth. I hope you brush your teeth daily. If not, where you do your makeup. If not, I hope you wear underwear. Put it by your underwear in your vanity, like on your mirror. I want you to have them on post-its or note cards or index cards. And I want you to recite them often. And I want you to speak life over yourself. And the second you catch yourself not speaking life over yourself, we're human. We're going to have, you know, crappy thoughts sometimes. The good thing is that you caught it and so you get to rewrite it again. So say two good things about yourself now. So I hope this episode finds you well. Um, if you liked this episode, do me a favor, screenshot this episode, post it in your stories on Instagram and tag the Ha 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 Alia podcast on Instagram. It would mean the world to me. You can also uh, jump in, leave a five-star review. This helps me bring you the best interviews. Uh, and I'm just so honored that you spent your time with me. I love you all. And go work on those affirmations. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Feel free to send them in your DMs or post them when you have them posted on your mirror. I'd love to see what they look like. Have an incredible day, guys.